you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! We're live on television. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are here eight days until the draft. It is Wednesday, April 20th. A lot of people lighting things up today with hey, yeah. birthday candles for Peter Schrager. Oh, yeah. Peter, happy birthday! Thank you, Kay. Happy birthday to me. And uh, happy birthday to everyone. Draft season. Let's go! Yeah. Yeah. Man, you're going to blow it out tonight. I was trying to lay low, but... No, dude. sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oops, my bad. Time for the lead block. Lead lead block. block. Okay. quite a bonding agent between the three of us. All right. Nate was very different. No. Yeah. Nate's still on his birthday week vacation. It's 21st. There's a lot of chatter about what these guys, the Panthers, will do at six overall in the 2022 NFL Draft. Eight days from today, will they go quarterback? Well, Peter's Mock Joe 2.0 has him going with Kenny Pickett, first quarterback off the board but nfl.com slash mock draft is about split skis so will panthers offensive coordinator ben mcadoo say anything about this that's of interest let's take a listen you know i'm a big swing for the fences kind of guy so just because you're ready doesn't mean you're going to be the best but ready does factor in some scenarios at the end of the day you have to pick a player that you're going to be happy with at that position hopefully for the next decade and readiness it plays a part, but it's not everything. And you look at Sam as your starting quarterback? Sam is our starting quarterback, yes. You know, one of the things I've been working on is being better talking to you people. So, you know, announcing the starting quarterback here, I just put my foot in the mouth. So I, that wasn't something I should have said. I wanted to start this by saying that one minute later, interstitial was everything. <laughs> it was great. So to start good. this morning. I liked uh, it. Beep. Ben yeah. McAdoo, we're here on the East Coast. We know him well, of course, and his time here spent on those back and front pages of the papers, revealing probably a bit too much yesterday that media training in the Big Apple might not have helped him or served him well or done anything for him as he accidentally let the cat out of the bag. Or did he, that the Panthers will pass on drafting a quarterback? Get it, Cat Panthers. It all makes good. sense, Kyle. What do you think? Cat did not have his tongue, Kay. Happy 
birthday, Peter, again. Yeah! The return of the Mac. <laughs> it's back! Mac! Everybody's watching uh, Better Call Saul right now, and it's like one of these old characters says, oh my god, Hank is here! McAdoo is back! I, we have to look at this again. This is the greatest gift we've gotten in the offseason. You just picture him before he goes out. It's like, all right, my hair looks <laughs> killer. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about how excited I am to be here. Do not say Sam is a starter. Do not say Sam is a starter. And he shot from the hip, and then he knew he just lied, and he, his face isn't registering that well because he knows they're going to take quarterback and Sam doesn't have a future. Or he knows that they are not going to take a quarterback, and he just weird put this weird smoke screen out. And the, the licking and the pursing immediately before and immediately after says something dishonest is going on here, I think. But it is an absolute Rembrandt of a facial expression catastrophe in a time we haven't seen him in two years, Peter. When the Cowboys, with the Jaguars, and now with a really important role in this draft, we just had it. Sam is our starting quarterback. Bam! Out the gates that we didn't see coming. Eight days it's from glorious. the 2022 NFL draft, if you gave the American football viewing audience a survey, a poll, and said, list a thousand names of who you think would be the most important name eight days in advance... Ben McAdoo would not have come up. And yet here we are, eight days, starting Good Morning Football, eight days on the NFL Network from the NFL Draft, and we're breaking down Ben McAdoo footage like it's a Pruder film because sure. we have to. This is the quarterback draft that wasn't. like, And this is the one team that's being pegged. And he just said that someone else is the starting quarterback. He just said Sam Darnold's a starter. And then you could see the wheels almost going, to your point in that clip. You could the feel the hamster wheel yep. in his head like, take it back, take it back, take it back. I think I put my foot in my mouth. And he says, uh, actually, I think I said, and he, he admitted about it. Now, look, we know McAdoo from his time in New York, and he's been on staffs, but he hasn't had microphones in front of his face in Jacksonville and in Dallas the last few years. Uh, but this, this could have been not only um, done mistakenly, it could have also potentially given away all their cards that they were close, keeping close to their vests for this pick. Now... If they are going to take Pickett, great. He'll probably be there at six. You can take Pickett. Mm -hmm. I think that should be a problem. If Sam Darnold's your starting quarterback right now, I don't know what we do with that pick. Do we trade back? Do we try to keep it at six and take an offensive tackle? Mm -hmm. But by saying Sam Darnold's your starting quarterback right now, you have to go and now take a meeting with Sam Darnold at some point in the next couple days. That's look him in the eye. And then if they take a quarterback sixth overall and Sam Darnold's still in that room and still in that quarterback's room, mm -hmm. you boldface said something that I was your starting quarterback and now I'm not. All these mm -hmm. dynamics matter. We just want honesty and truth. And when you're Sam Darnold and you're kind of in the wind right now waiting to see and you're in quarterback mm -hmm. purgatory, hearing your offensive coordinator say mm -hmm. that you're the starting quarterback. To have that rip from you eight days later, mm -hmm. I don't know. That would cause mm -hmm. a rift with me. Yeah, I love the offseason. I, I, I love that this is how we're, how we're tipping off. And Ben McAdoo is the gift that keeps on giving all year, year long. long. When he became the Giants head coach, the first visual that Giants fans had of him <laughs> was he's in this huge suit that he borrowed from Tom Hanks in the movie Big. Mm -hmm. And it did not fit him. And that was, like, oh, and that was like, oh, and I was like, that's not exactly the way you want to kick in the door. You know, you want to be waving the 4-4. But for Ben McAdoo, I, I don't look at it like, oh, boy, he let the cat out of the back. No. Right now, you're doing OTAs. Sam Darnold is your starting quarterback. Okay. So for him, it's like, hey, it's not PJ Walker. It's, you know, like, okay, that's I think where he was going through. But when you see Ben McAdoo and you see the fact that he's saying, oh man, you know what? That's not my job now. Last time he was in front of the, the media, he was the head coach. Like you just you, you say right. everything that's going on. As an offense coordinator, I think what he was really disappointed with was that's not my call. That's not for me 
to say. That's for Matt Rule to say. Mm. He's the head coach, so it was almost like I spoke for my boss mm-hmm. or I spoke out of turn. Well, now Matt Rule has to answer all about that mm-hmm. endlessly for the next right. several days. And, and now all of a sudden, it's I'm sure you know for him, it's like oh my gosh, he's uh-huh. walking in the building right now. It's like hey Ben, they're talking about you right now. <laughs> I'm sure he's just more embarrassed than anything. But for Carolina, they're all in on Sam Darnold right now. Who knows if they're going to get a quarterback? And if they draft a quarterback, I don't think Sam Darnold's looking at us saying hey man, I, you said I was a starter. Like, you don't think Sam's so. like all right, look, I got to earn it. And, I, and mm-hmm. I think in his mind, he thinks of himself as a starter, but he knows he's got to earn every single mm-hmm. rep. Mm-hmm. They sit at such an important place in the mm-hmm. draft, right, Peter? Can you sort of expand on that? They hold the yeah. cards to a lot of this with just the circumstances of this year's draft. If the Giants want to kick tires on our guy Daniel Jones, it's the teams right behind them that are a stone's throw of moving in front of the Panthers to take a quarterback. So are we giving him too much credit and letting it slip, Darnold's your starter? When he really might not be. Because it's very the, close. That was those... the Catherine Hahn wink, right? Yeah. From WandaVision that you just yeah, gave. Those like, few I, yeah, quarterback needy teams. Yeah, I don't. Or right there. I don't know if he's as savvy enough to do that. It looked like it was bungled, but yet the reaction, the way the stones are rolling, like the Panthers are an interesting team in this draft. They're sixth overall, and to your point, you've got the Saints trading up to get a first round pick. You got the Falcons at eight. You got teams in your division that might want to get a quarterback, and yet the Panthers sort of hold the keys at six. By him saying Sam Darnold's our quarterback, does that. <sighs> You can't, Carol, if there was one team that can't tip their hand, it was Carolina, right? Seattle could wow. jump up. And now yeah. it's like, I just think it's such a weird situation because that's the, it's literally the one team where I, I would. Pivotal. Pivotal. It's the pivotal team with really their cards and they did. So maybe there's some strategy. Wait, but yeah, yeah, you're, you're still getting me to come over, though. Collusion. I, I, you got to bait the hook. What if it, what if it really do was? Think, a, do you think that was him being savvy? I, I understand what he's saying. I mean, saying. a lip, a lip bite is pretty aggressive. And the lips I, I, and the lick. Come on. What do you think, Sean? I, I think, I I think it's, I I think it's Ben McAdoo kind of like focused in on, all right, what are we doing right now? I'm trying to win right now. I'm building this offense. I, I got to build it around Sam. I'm meeting with Sam every single day because you know, we got to win football games. I don't talk about players as a coach that aren't on my team. Weren't they out and about courting Deshaun Watson? a month ago? They were courting him, but they didn't get him. But so for him, it's like, yeah, this is my guy. He's the only guy I have. In, in my mind, he's my starting quarterback. That's how I'm building my offense as for the season. But also, when you look at Carolina, it does them no service right now if they say, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get a quarterback. We're all in. Because the Giants are sitting there at five, and the Giants have the seventh overall pick. Yes. So if teams are like, well, Carolina's definitely thing. taking a quarterback. If we want our guy, mm-hmm. we've got to get in front of them. And now, all of a sudden, look, the Giants have another pick at the seventh round. So for them to, to, draft, to trade out of five, no harm, no foul. They're still going to get their guy at seven and now we can leapfrog Carolina and get our quarterback. So it does them a disservice. To Kay's point, to that. they have a very pivotal spot in this draft. And Crucial. they are the one team that everyone's circling for quarterback. Mm-hmm. Any cards being revealed does them no good. Here we are. I think there's some tomfoolery about mm. this draft and this bite. Gotta and I got bait. Kyle Brandt to come I'm with me. I'm in. McAdoo and deepfake on us. We yeah. all are buying it. Yeah. Uh, watch. McAdoo has the last laugh. I love you, Ben. Eight days away. Beatles don't sue me. Uh, that's when the draft is in Vegas. Presented by Verizon, we'll be there. Peter will be there. You can catch out more info on ABC, ESPN, and ESPN Deportes. It is time to break out the draft caps. Big font on the name and then that beautiful cursive. It's an obviously retro thing, new era, fitted in the back. And you have 32 of them here at the table. Absolutely beautiful. That's cool, Cowboys. That doesn't exist. I like you with the Cowboys hat, Kyle. I'll go see how it's Can I see that Colts one? You want to see the... Right in the back. Oh, yeah, here you go. No cap. Get it? Because we're cool and young and trendy here. So hip. Can't stand it. Here's it. Here's how it goes. I'm going to give you guys... Some topics you guys have to fight as a blood sport <laughs> and pick a hat and put it on your head or do whatever you want to do with it to answer that topic. Here we go. We all have a good surprise in the first round. I'd like you to grab the cap of the team whose first round pick will be the most shocking. Come on, Peter. Come on, Peter. What are you going to do, baby? 
At 22, the Packers, everyone just is giving them the best receiver that's left on their mock drafts. The Packers have not drafted a wide receiver since 2002 in the first round. I am so excited for what they do at 22 now that Devontae Adams is no longer there and they actually need a wide receiver. Are they just going to do it and make Rodgers happy or are they going to continue to do what they've always done and just take the best player available, whether it be a corner, whether it be a defensive tackle. I feel tackle, like they're going to safety. Whether it a be safety. a safety. Dax Hill, Michigan. Oh. I feel like a safety. It's coming. Oh, I love it's it. coming. All right, Kyle, you're you're in proximity. You were just you holding go. up the hat. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs right here. We it's were just talking hat. yesterday about Tyreek Hill. How do you replace that production? Andy Reid said, yeah, we got a couple guys who are going to try to fill his shoes. The Kansas City Chiefs have the 29th and the 30th overall pick in this draft in the first round right there. I would not be shocked if they move up. There's some stud wide receivers in this draft right here. We talked about Jamison Williams a couple times over the last couple days. That's the one guy in this draft that can do some of the things that Tyreek Hill does. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Kansas City Chiefs are sitting there saying, you know what? This guy's available. We got to find a way to go up there and get him. According to Peter's mock draft, they got to, they're going to have to move ahead of the Jets, who you haven't taken them at 10. But if they could get Jamison Williams, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you put him with mm-hmm. Michael Hardman and Kelsey, let Mahomes have this speedster, it wouldn't even be fair. I don't even think we'd be talking about the AFC West. As it's a wrap. It is. I mean, he's he's not going to be able to play right yep. to start a season. So they're going to, have to but they got on time to, to bring him along. I'm looking for a bold color here. Because I'm looking for a bold color for a bold choice. And I see the color purple. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Let me let me tell you the method to my madness. If I'm looking for a shocking pick, new head coach, new GM, new era in Minnesota. And listen, with due respect to some of these players, if we're talking a shocking pick, I don't think it's going to be, you know, a tight end or something. Like I think it kind of has to be a quarterback. And the Vikings are on my list of teams that might take a quarterback and the next day everyone's mind will be blown and they get into this deal of, we love Kirk, we love Kirk, we want to have a long future with Kirk. However, there's some quarterbacks we like that are very inexpensive that we think we might be able to win with in a couple of years. The Vikings, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, the new GM, I think has some tricks up the sleeve. I don't know. I don't know what the Vikings Vikings going quarterback. I haven't thought about that, but Cousins is making, I, I think, like $45 million for one year. It's a lot of money. No, yes. that's why it might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the night after the first draft, here's what happens. Everybody comes out and says, this team won the first round. It's all, mm-hmm. everybody stays up doing on their typewriters and prints out and makes predictions <laughs> on who is going to ace it, what it's going to mean, and who's going to win the Super Bowl based off a first round pick. It's what happens. I want you to grab the cap of the team, Peter, who you think will win that first round because we do things ahead of the curve here. Yes, sure we do. Here in no cap. We're telling you eight days in advance who's going to win the draft. What are you draft. looking for, Peter? I'm going with the Jetsies. I think the Jetsies have a shot to really nail this. Fourth and tenth overall. They are so, so bare in the cupboard of just, like, A-list talent. And this is blue chip season, four and mm. ten. I think you can get any combination of Kayvon Thibodeau, Sauce Gardner, Iki Aquanu, Evan Neal, and then you go in that 10 pick and you're like, all right, if you want Jamison Williams or you want Drake London, you can get a star receiver. To have two top 10 picks in this draft where there's not a consensus number one guy, I think the Jets are going to come away with two A-plus players that are going to play right away. So <laughs> Joe Douglas putting that good uh, juju out there. Yeah. Don't screw it up, guys. Don't come do something. It, the Jets fans want to root for this team, and they want to have the New York Post that next day be, like, excited. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Jets, no cap. Tibsy to the Jetsies? Tibsy to the Jetsies. I we'll like see. that. What, what color do you want, Sean? What are you looking for? All right, all right. Or spice boy. rack here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. We were talking about sometimes we just kind of, there's hats that we just don't touch. No, team never. We don't even talk much. about. Yeah. I, I want to go with a team that we, okay. we've we avoided talking about for, for all kinds of reasons over <laughs> the last uh, few months. Houston Texans. All right. right. 
They've got two picks in, in, in the first round here, the third overall pick and the 13th overall pick. And while everybody's focused on what are you doing third overall, I think you've got them taking I- Icky. I took them to Icky, but it could be Kwanu. anybody. All right, offensive line, I don't think anybody would shake a stick at that. But Mm-mm. the 13th pick is what I'm kind of looking at. And I went back and just kind of looked at the 13th pick overall in, in the NFL draft. Take a look at this list of mm-hmm. the last 10 years. Look at some of these players that teams got with That's the 13. 13th pick overall. Rayshon Slater, Pro Bowl left tackle for the Chargers. Great players Christian there. Kristen Wirfs, yep. uh, I mean, immediately impact player at right tackle right there. De'Ron Payne, Hassan Reddick, Laramie Tunsil, who was going to go number one overall until the mask came out. Yep. How about Aaron Donald at 13th overall? I think the Houston Texans and, and Nick Casario could totally come away with this for after this first round, and everybody's looking at us saying, "Wow, bravo, bravo!" Not just with the third pick, but the thirteenth pick, you got a stellar, stellar player. Thirteen? Who knew? Lucky pick. Lucky uh, Peter, I, unfortunately, you think the Jets are going to come out and win the New York Post? That's great. But I think their neighbors are going to win the yeah. draft. How about this? They're going to go right on top, double decker. The New York Football Giants, Sean's <laughs> old team, have the five and the seven, and I love those picks because in this year's draft, I kind of like being in that second wave. Because there aren't these seminal players everybody's freaking out about in one through four. So in five through seven, you get two great players without having been like, well, we have to take this guy because we're at one. Or you take advantage of the parchness and someone behind you and trade for more picks. Or you say, screw it. We're parched ourselves. We're taking Malik Willis at five or seven. We don't care. And we have a new quarterback. Either way, I think the... Friday morning newspapers in New York, Daily News and Post, are going to be a lot of blue and maybe a lot of green, but this is a really cool thing. Remember, four picks in the top ten from New York teams. It's a New York draft. Got to stick it. Here's what we're going to do, a speed round, because they're saying to wrap. Okay. All at once. Great. Go grab the cap of the draft room you want to be in. Sean, get up. Very quick. What do we got? KB, start. Uh, Honolulu Blue, me and Dan Campbell just uh, watching the draft, playing some uh, Nintendo GameCube and packing a fat lipper and having the second pick and the 32. We basically open it and close it. I want to be with the Dan man. Give me the Rams, the Malibu Draft House. They're going to break that thing out again, I'm sure. They have no picks. They don't care. They don't care. It's 420. They might be enjoying a little something also. Let's go, Rams. All right, give me the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia right now. Look, I know Joe Shane's down in New York. You've got a bunch of yeah. different guys that you lost this offseason. Dable's down there, too. But Brandon Bean. There's nobody as cool on draft day than Brandon Bean. I can't oh, wait to look inside there and hear him calling those draft uh, prospects and say, hey, you ready to be a Buffalo Bill? Sean, be cool and say no cap. No cap. That's right, baby. Okay, I'm tossing you this Raiders hey. one. No cap. It's well, a new one. Trace, do you have a fave? I like them all. But mm. I'm going to say, uh, actually, okay, take this Bengals one. That's hey. Oh, there you go. What do you think? Let us know. Uh, Kyle, it's a great look for you. Triple Decker. Put it on your TikTok. All right. Shifting in Denver with Russ in the building. Broncos country, let's ride. We discuss our thoughts on that ahead. I have two TikTok moves. They're both from Jackson Holmes. I just copied. That's it. Well, make a heart. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good morning, football. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We're live in New York City. It's Wednesday, April 20th. It's not Peter Sugar's birthday. No, 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 no. no it's definitely not. We're not celebrating that all show long. But Kyle Brandt and Sean O'Hara and Kay Adams, we like to go with... Peter to the desert for the leap block. I would love to go to the desert. Where should we, we head to Scott, Arizona? Should we go like hiking and like, or should we no. go to Scottsdale? Uns, uns. Scottsdale, uns, uns, uns. No boo. Like old no Scottsdale. Boo. Fine. Ocean 44. <laughs> yes. Taco Madera. Let's go. <laughs> You're going to Del Taco, Peter. Yeah, yeah. I, I know how you get down, dude. Come on. <laughs> Time for the lead block. Why am I standing in profile? There you go. Let's head yeah. to Arizona where the That's Cardinals big started their voluntary off-season workouts yesterday. This is pretty cool. Kyler Murray, uh, you think he'd be there, right? Right? We talked about Tannehill, how he's not there. He had a step back of a year last year. Well, I want to see Kyler in attendance. He's not. Not much of a surprise, though, since he does want that long-term contract. Is this a big deal? Let's hear what J.J. Watt and James Conner have to say about that. Oh, J.J.'s back from across the pond? Mm-hmm. Back from London. J.J., does it matter to you that your starting quarterback's not there working out with you guys? No. Why not? Because uh, all I need him to be there for is the first game of the season and play good. No big deal at all. We know. He's working, you know, um, so, no, nah, it's, uh, it's early, man. Everybody's just getting work right now. It's just strength and conditioning, so it's all good. All right, those who saying it's not a big deal, great teammates. What do we think about this? You look around the division, the Rams are the defending Super Bowl champs, of course. The rest of the NFC West, which team, guys, do you think has the biggest question marks? Kyler and the Cardinals, the Niners, or those mm-hmm. Seahawks, KB? Mm-hmm. The 49ers went to Lambeau and beat Rodgers at the end of an MVP <laughs> season without scoring an offensive touchdown. That is a loaded, loaded team that now has one of the biggest question marks and one of the most pivotal players, Not never mind the NFC West, I think in the NFL, the whole deal. If Trey Lance can play, the Niners are set. They are cooked. I just don't know if he can. And they're being really weird and cagey, as you would expect. They're not doing the McAdoo thing and just coming right out and saying, he's our starter and Jimmy's gone. I mean, I, I shouldn't have said that. No, it's like they're, put it this way. If you were to search Trey Lance, you'd get two stories. One, Niners aren't talking about his future. And two, headline, Trey Lance shows off his massive back tattoo. That's all that's out about him right now. Apparently, he got a whole bunch of tattoos. Good for him. They could win the Super Bowl if Trey Lance can play. Think about it. In the title game, beating Rodgers in the divisional round with like a highly limited injured Jimmy Garoppolo. That is how good their team is. But I have to say, there's a lot of weird stuff about Debo out Mm -hmm. there right now, like a lot. 
there's a lot of smoke and there's things where like Debo's brother is allegedly in comments of social media posts saying we're not playing for the Niners anymore and there's a we. So Debo really wants to be paid and, and he should, but I don't know what his future is. So the reason I bring that up is that this whole Trey Lance conversation is always like, you know, you sit back there and do the Shanahan offense and you hand it off to Debo and hit, there's a lot of mystery here. And I think it's important because Cardinals fine, everybody else fine. The Niners can win the whole thing. And I mean, not just the, the division, the league if Trey Lance comes out and can play. No, I think there might be no bigger question mark in the NFL than I think what, it is. what we're getting with the 2022 49ers because they had this great run at the end of the season. They find themselves in the playoffs. They upset the Cowboys. They upset the Packers. And then they find themselves in the NFC Championship game up 10 yes. in the fourth quarter. And it's no. like, and now here we are three months later and we're like, who's the quarterback? Is the best player <laughs> right. on the team going to be on the field? They have to also extend Bosa. And oh yeah, maybe some of the important people who are building that offense all fled to Miami. I look at the assistant coaches here. I think this is a question mark. Mike McDaniel is no longer there. He was in charge of the run offense last year. He brought with him Wes Welker. He brought with him John Embry. And then these other guys, Scandarello, who was the quarterback's coach, he goes to the University of Kentucky, not to be their head coach, to be their offensive coordinator. And then they hire Brian Greasy out of the Monday Night Football booth Mm. to be the quarterback's coach for Jimmy or Trey, or Trey alone, or Jimmy and Trey. Like, there's just so many question marks with the 49ers. They don't have a first-round pick. They don't have a, a, a timetable on this Debo Samuel thing. And you brought up the Debo stuff. I think it's interesting because Debo's, you know, he did an Instagram video where he's like, fans are, are calling me names mm-hmm. and I'm hearing things of, mm-hmm. of racist nature and I don't, you know, I'm not being a diva. And then his brother came out and said, well, we're not going to... And then his brother came out and said, I'm only kidding. I'm not talking like... There's just a lot going on. And the truth of the matter is, Debo Samuel was that offense. He was the engine last year. And if any of these receivers go into the situation, including A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, could say, hey, guys, I'm kind of important and I, I think I should be taken care of the way I use my body and how physical I am, it might be Debo. And yet the 49ers, they don't rush to pay their guys. They made George Kittle wait. They made Fred Warner right. wait. They made Trent Williams wait. So not only one question mark, multiple question marks. Talking about coaching staff, talking about quarterback, and talking about their star player on offense. I don't know what I'm getting from the 49ers right now, and yet they were the NFC Championship game yeah, this season. Yeah, I'm not ago. trying to... Before, sorry, Sean. You make such valid points with those questions, but when you really think about... I mean, Debo was so hot last year. The year before that, he wasn't a factor. He's out. And they were competing. So, and Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback. So to me, it's like, strangely, even though there's such question marks, quarterback situation, no Mike McDaniel, that's huge. Great point to point that out. Don't you still think they'll just kind of be okay, though? I kind of vision it, because I don't know who... Who's under center? I, I feel like know. they'll be in the mix again with Kyle Shanahan. That's yeah, they'll right. find a way. I feel like way. they always weirdly find a way. They've got a million injuries. They've got the pass rush. They've got the mastermind. And to me, like, I just sort of rest on that. Is that naive? No. As long as you got Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, and Eric Armstead, like, Jimmy you're going to be in Jimmy games. Jimmy G or Trey Lance? Yeah, like, you're going to be, be in games. Mix. Whereas, like, I also know about the Seahawks. I think they're going to be not Yeah, well, great. I mean, look, I, I think there's a lot of question marks about them. But for the 49ers, that, that defense is loaded, absolutely. And look, you talk about Trent Williams, the best left tackle in the game. Yeah, like, I forgot. They, they, the games yeah. with Nick Mullins. Like, Kyle Shanahan always finds a way to get the most out of whatever the quarterback is. Yeah, for Seattle, I, I feel like I'm, I'm looking at the Seahawks. They just traded Russell Wilson. And if you think that Drew Locke coming in there is going to win more games than Russell Wilson did last year, Russell won seven games last year. There's a lot of question marks 
for these Seahawks right now. It Defensively, they're, they're, I mean, they're Bobby Wagner, not, not just the fact that they lost him, but the way that whole thing went down, it just left a bad taste, I think, in Seahawks fans' uh, mouth and certainly in Bobby's. But when you look offensively, you think Drew Locke is going to be better than Russell Wilson at throwing the ball to DK Metcalf no. and Tyler Lockett? Like, he's going to all of a sudden spark this offense? My other question mark for them is, who's playing left tackle? Right, Dwayne Brown is not there. Their left tackle right now is a sixth rounder. They draft his name is Stone, Stone Forsythe. Stone Forsythe. Stone Who their left tackle Great was. Name. If you're Drew Locke right now, okay, that, that, that's my left tackle. That, that's who we're, who we're going to try to block Bosa with. That's, I mean, in that division, we're talking about the Niners and the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. Yeah. Uh, for Seattle, look, I mean, I think right now they're in last place in their division. So there's a ton of question marks for them. But are, are there question marks? Because they're not going to be very good. Sorry to say to Seattle fans, can they surprise me? Can Stone, by the way, I've just convinced myself I'm naming my firstborn Stone. It's a great name. Cool name. Yeah. What Stone, a name Stone, Stone, Stone is. Stone But I don't have a question that I think they're going to be good even though they have all these issues. They're probably not going to be very good this year. You've already written them off. I'm not thinking about them. To me, it's the Cardinals a little bit. And I turn it to you, Kyle, because mm-hmm. it turns into this sort of thing. It's it's one thing to know, oh, we need to figure out our quarterback situation. Is it Trey Lance? Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it Locke? Is it blah, 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 blah? What are we doing in the draft? Do we jump the Panthers and take a guy? Or is the tougher spot to say, we have a super talented quarterback, maybe the best in the bit, like talent-wise, insane, that doesn't seem to work, doesn't seem to fit. What's a bigger question mark? What's tougher? What situation would you prefer? Like, I, like the Kyler Murray experience, what we saw in the last six games and that playoff performance, to me, like, we don't even talk about that playoff performance as much as because we don't have an answer. Yeah. We don't want to We don't want to hypothesize about what it could be, what we don't know, and we like to use fact here, mm-hmm. and, you know, instead of just throwing stuff at a wall. To me, there's no bigger question mark than the Cardinals, Kyle. It is really strange, and all the questions don't have any good answers. <laughs> I, I, and like, I get it. He's 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 so talented. He's so talented. He's, uh, look, there's a lot of guys who are talented. Jamarcus Russell was really talented. I'm not comparing the two necessarily, other than to say that like it's time to have the production and it's time to be the face of the franchise. And it, all the questions about are the Cardinals going to be in the long term for Kyler? If they're not for some reason, just where are they going then? Like, what, there's no plan B. I, we've we've talked through the Colt McCoys and we've talked through the rookies. Those aren't viable answers. That that's not it. So if they want to be in with Kyler and pay him 42 million dollars a year you better love him and never mind the talent the talent fine do you love being in business with him do you want to be in business with him for eight years if you don't you got to get out but i don't know where they go True. so that is a big it's question. a question of how do you even go about fixing this what is the pro it's just what do you what you know unless you pay him that money he's not going to yeah. be happy and he wants to be paid now we know that i'll throw another thing like aaron donald wasn't at workouts yesterday sure. he's in pittsburgh right. like all four of these teams are like and aaron donald he might have uh, been through this two different times with aaron donald covering him in his contracts he wants to be paid so that might be a long drag it out thing all summer also it's going to be a long off season of players seeing how far they can go playing cooper chicken cup, that's good, that's good drama if, if you're the rams like that's good drama is it you got to pay cooper cup you got to pay this guy you got to pay that guy aaron donald Those wants to break the bank have is what I'm saying. I'll tell you this. Covering Aaron Donald contract extensions twice now, they were ugly the first couple times. And now everyone's kumbaya and all this stuff. I would hope that doesn't go that route. But like, our show is on in June and July. You better believe there's going to be some A-blocks talking about Aaron Donald if he doesn't get paid. 
Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Our next guest, one of the most explosive pass rushers in all of college football. I'm very excited to talk to him. He was named All Big Ten and led the Golden Gophers in sacks in 2021. Please give a good morning football welcome to Minnesota defensive end, Boye Mate. What's up, Boye? Hey, <laughs> appreciate you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. We love when somebody lives, leaves a good taste in the mouth of everybody around them, the TV, the fans, the GMs that are watching the show right now. It was the Reese's Senior Bowl. It was in February, and you were named Player of the game. What did you learn from that experience and why do you think it went so well for you? Uh, I mean, my whole mindset going into that week was honestly just to, you know, take everything the coaches were giving to me and then running with it, you know, just take all the information and all the things they're coaching points and all the little things that they were showing me and just letting it just be free and being myself as a player. And at the end of the day, the coach told me just go out there and play and be fun and be loose. And at the end of the day, I just said, okay, let's do that. And especially the group of guys that I was with. We just, you know, we told each other, look, let's have fun while we're here and let's just play our best ball. And that's all we did the whole week. Kay's right. You had seven sacks last season, but the Senior Bowl was your big coming out party to the national audience. <laughs> and then your athleticism has been jumping off the screen since. Six foot four, 260, and then you've got that signature chop move. Let's go. You're projected to be a late first round <laughs> pick, maybe early second round. Tell us about the chop move and what you've done technically to get your game where it is now. Even throughout this process, you know, I've been asking coaches and people I've met and honestly just said, you know, what things you see in my game and how do I can improve it. And they just talked to me about that move and how I used it. And I've just been trying to perfect it, you know, from last year to this year to you know, even the senior bowl. And there's little ways I can improve it, little ways I can do, and little things I can do. And just, you know, working on my hands and how I hit down on the forearm of a tackle, how I, you know, turn my hips, turn the corner of foot, my toes pointed towards the quarterback, working towards the quarterback. And little things in my game that I can improve, I really just been taking those little by little and focusing how to sharpen my tools of my pass rush, really. All right, you got a signature move, and just like all great pass rushers, you've got a great nickname. Let's too. go. Soda Boy. Okay. Soda with a T, which <laughs> makes sense because you were born in Minnesota, you played high school ball there, and you went to the University of Minnesota. So you're trying to do something that, that hasn't happened since 1964. The Vikings, that was the last time they took a player in the first two rounds. Carl Eller, a Hall of Famer. So what would that mean to you to be the second player taken from the University of Minnesota, the second gopher, to play at home for the Vikings. Be a dream, you know, you always, you know, growing up in Minnesota, you watch the Vikings, you watch them play. And I mean, I've been there my whole life. And to already play for my hometown university and then on top of that, play for my hometown professional team. That's, that, you know, that'd be great. At that point, then that's just, you know, running with it and then getting myself, hopefully we can bring home a Super Bowl and working on that for the next goal. And honestly, just, you know, representing the home state and keeping that Minnesota pride. I'd love to do that. Take this guy who already has a chop move and then you give him an ax. And what I'm talking about is, of course, one of your most memorable moments as a Golden Gopher. Season finale win against 14th-ranked Wisconsin. You held the Paul Bunyan axe, which we love and we've seen over the years. Tell us about what it's like to wield that axe, and uh, just tell us all about this moment. It's in a hell of a photograph. I mean, that moment in that game, it means the world to us. You know, it's a big robbery game. And especially when I first got to Minnesota, we had a one in a while. And in my career, we won it twice. And now, you know, especially as the way I was leaving Minnesota, I knew that's the one way I wanted to leave on the right note. And I mean, even in my memoir as I was leaving the university, I even stated that, you know, that's the one thing I wanted to make sure I left Minnesota with the axe as I left the university. And, and it means the world to me being able to say that I did that. And, uh, you know, so the kudos to my teammates, kudos to everybody on the staff. And the fact that we, you know, we were able to do that as our last game, the last home game, last time I would play at the TCF Bank Stadium. That's how you want to leave the stadium, leaving on that good note. <laughs> 
The impression I'm getting is that you're very thoughtful. How you approached that game that you let that you crushed and had all those sacks in, the way you approached what you wanted your legacy to be, where you're leaving and where you're going, it really makes you a standout. It makes you unique, and I really uh, am appreciating getting to know you here on Good Morning Football. So we not only know that you're this fierce competitor, you're relentless off the edge, everyone knows that, but off the field, your demeanor, that laugh sort of interests me. And you said in an interview that I read the other day, quote, I try to make at least one person smile a day. If I see someone is down or having a hard day just by making somebody smile makes my day. What is that attitude? attitude and where does that where do you pull that from that comes from my mom uh, my mom was one of those people mm. that she was very selfless she took care of everybody she took care of herself last for me that helping other people helps me and it makes me better and also you know energy is contagious and you know if you have people down in the room that makes the room you know that brings the level of the energy of the room down so if you can bring people up to your level and bring people up that just increases the energy in the room and having someone with a positive attitude makes the whole room better She'd always find a way to make me, you know, find a positive in any situation that I was going Boy, you're incredible. Yeah. And that was that was awesome words on your mother. The, the NFL's raving about you as a guy. I, I remember when the Jets had you at the Senior Bowl, one of the big things coming out from that coaching staff was what a wonderful young man you were. So we're so happy we could share that with the audience today. Um, there's also 32 teams watching our show right now. What I mean by that is we're on the NFL Network. So the NFL Network has TVs on in every building as the coaches and GMs and owners are getting their day started this morning. A lot of people are watching you right now. There are a lot of talented pass rushers in this draft. Why don't you tell those decision makers why Boye Mafe should be a key part of their franchise and a first round pick in 2022. I think the best thing about me and in my game is that I still haven't reached my full potential. Any coach, any team likes what they've seen from me on film already. I feel as if it's only going to improve from here on out. And I think I still haven't reached exactly what I could do in my peak potential. And I think I'm still climbing. I'm still learning. I'm still growing as a player. So honestly, as you know, drafting me, you're not drafting a finished product. You're drafting something that's just going to continue to mold and continue to become something even better. That's a beautiful answer. I would want you in my locker room. I'm sure we have a Super Bowl champion here who echoes that sentiment. He's nodding, huh, Sean? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to sharpen that axe, my man. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mafe in the essentials this morning on Good Morning Football. We love it. We love you. Good luck. Enjoy every moment. You made us smile today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Today's Peter's birthday, and Peter, I don't know if this is a faux pas. You're a bit of a grouse. Isn't it, isn't it, your, it. Isn't it your 40th birthday? It is my 40th. Wow! Oh. All right! Can we get some air horns? Yeah. So we're going to take you after the show. In fact, it's the 90s segment. We're going to give there you a full go. body wax because oh, you're a 40 yeah. year old guy. Oh, Kelly Clarkson! You ready? Yeah. As long as you don't take me out and put me behind a shed and, you know, take me out the pasture, I feel uh, pretty no, good here. I feel Peter, a little old right now. Yeah. You look good. No. Oh, good. That's Peter Schrager on his 40th birthday. I this is Lee Block. Lee Block. The countdown to the draft is on. Peter will be there eight days away from the future stars of the NFL taking the stage. The NFL. 2022 draft presented by Verizon starts Thursday, April 28th in prime time on NFL Network. More stuff over on ABC, ESPN, and ESPN Deportes. Go to NFL.com slash draft for more info there. We've got a couple of big-name prospects doing some last-minute visits today. Ian Rappaport is telling us Kenny Pickett will meet with the Lions. Pew, 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 pew. And Malik Willis. This is interesting. He'll be with the Steelers. Trigger, you like that? Uh, it's, 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 it's a quarterback, and it's at the 20 spot. He might be sitting there. Trubisky's the Trubisky's the man right now. Is he really the man in caps lock? I don't know. Well, it could be. These teams are just looking for that last piece of info that puts them over the top, makes or breaks them, that makes them fall in love with a guy, or makes them hate him because they miss draft Looney Tunes in the correct order. That's right. Like they did on Good Morning Football. Can't do Eight it. days out. Who's the draft prospect that you are falling for right now, rom-com style. Let's go. Who we got? It happens. Like, eight days out, you're like, wait, this is the guy I stand for. This is the one, and I think mm. Derek Stingley Jr. is becoming one of my favorite prospects in this draft. I'm falling for him. Lifehouse. In Lifehouse, I'm falling for him. <laughs> All of the talk has been sauce, 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 but no person in this draft at any position had a better season than Derek Stingley had his freshman year at LSU. Consensus All-American, second team All-SEC, SEC All-Freshman team, and he led the SEC with six picks and he went up against oh I don't know Jamar Chase and Jordan Jefferson and all those great talented wide receivers out of LSU and the word that everyone says is that this guy's footwork is just incredible now you say Stingley Stingley yes his grandfather is Daryl Stingley whose career was shortened because of a spinal injury when sure. he was with the New England Patriots and it, it was a horrific ending to a great NFL career his son Derek Stingley went on to be a baseball player did not go into pro football and now Derek Stingley Jr., who I think might be a top 10 pick. And wow. guess what? Might go as high as top five the way this draft is so wide open. No one has had a better one season of college football than this young man, and it was his first season out of the gates. I, I'm fascinated to see where he goes. Yeah. There's a pass rusher coming out in this draft that I am head over heels for, and it's Jermaine Johnson, the Florida State Seminole. All he did was lead the ACC in sacks last season and tackles for a loss. Got an interesting story, Jermaine Johnson, all right? He, he was, you might remember him from last chance you. It was a Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah. He was on that. He had a couple missteps early on, had to go to junior college, was at Georgia, transferred to Florida State because he wanted to be more of an edge rusher. I think he might go top 10. Atlanta number eight might make a lot of sense. Giants at seven could make a lot of sense. He was at Georgia with all those guys, yeah. transfers to Florida State and goes on to be the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Cool story. Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. If you want to do it a million different ways, put on the Pac-12 championship tape and he, the guy looks like a younger, slimmer Reggie White who's incredible Incredible. The talent is there. He thinks it's absurd that he's not looked at as the number one person in the draft, which I also love. And then there's this business. Oh, the quotes, the quotes. Blah, 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 blah. Peter put him on our radar. 
There's nothing a coach could tell me I don't already know. That one's tough. Next one. I'm <laughs> that like, one I can't really defend. I don't know. That one's I'm pretty. like Jadavian 2.0, right? He's not saying he's Jadavian on the Seahawks or okay. Jadavian changing teams every 10 minutes and filling Good Morning Football with boring, lifeless segments where we don't want to talk about him. The he's talking about Jadavian destroying the entire Michigan football program as he blows past Taylor Lewan and destroys the running back in the backfield. And you know what? As far as that coaching thing, maybe he's just hyping his college coach, Mario Cristobal, or maybe he's saying, look, I run a 4-5, I'm 275, but what do you want to coach me? I'm ready to go. I don't think these quotes are like, we love this guy. He looks like the best player in the draft. But he said someday he might want to work for Nike. Boo! Let's take some guy. I love this dude, and I love these little dangerous, a little hot, little adventure. <laughs> I'm way into it. It's like I want to draft him with a safe word. Like I don't know where the Whoa. night's going, nice. but I know it's not going home to watch, uh, you know, House Hunters on the couch, which is what I do. I want something <laughs> nuts. Hot and lust is what you're oh after, God. but does it oh, last yes. is my question. Maybe. I'm at a point in my life, gentlemen, <laughs> where I want consistency. Okay. I want something special, impactful, meaningful. And it doesn't matter how great it is. All has to be the right fit, the right timing, the good. And the <laughs> Look, I've grown up. Isn't that great? And that, to me, the, the, if I had to throw in one of the quarterbacks before the draft, during the draft, after the draft, it is Malik. Because, to me, he is so special on the field. He is one over everybody else off of the field. So Malik Willis, unbelievable special guy. And if you put him in the right spot, if it's the right timing, the right fit, he to me is going to have the most success in the NFL. And where you have him mocked, Peter Schrager, not only in your 1.0, but your 2.0, yeah. and I really hope for your 3.0, which will come out hopefully <laughs> sometime before the draft, you have him at 20 to the Steelers. I like this because you know how I feel about the situation. Relationships depend on that. And if he's there with Mike Tomlin mm -hmm. as his guy, and he's there, I like my rookies where they don't just start right away. I like when they get to sit back, maybe not the whole season. Who knows how Trubisky will look over there? We wish him all the best. But I like that situation for him. And I, I was, if I had to throw in with anybody, it'd be Malik Willis. Yeah, there wouldn't be this great rush for him to start day one. But if he was on the Carolina Panthers, yeah. there might be. If he was on the Atlanta Falcons, people might want him over Mariota. But I, I don't see that with Pittsburgh. I think Malik Willis might have been the, the winner of pre-draft season that he charmed a lot of people with his personality and not in a fake way in a real authentic way but also people went and did a deeper dive on the stuff that he did and his arm was so gifted okay he can go as high as number two like, yeah this is a guy who could go in the top 10 or he could fall a little bit just because there's so much unknown based on what he did at liberty which mm -hmm. is not auburn where he wasn't right. the starting quarterback mm -hmm. uh, so stingley oversaw is that what you're saying <laughs> at this point this draft anything can happen and I, I say that like with like despair because I'm the mock draft guy, but yeah. it's kind of the coolest draft we ever had that it's not in stone and it's not in pen. It's wide open. And it's going to be interesting to see how many people tune in because I think there's more intrigue in this draft as far as the unknowns than maybe ever before. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.